0: Dear good, dear good to car How are we all doing? Good morning, everyone. Happy, happy Monday. Is everyone back at work? How are you getting on with the old phase three? One week down, a couple more to go. Did anybody head out this weekend? Did anybody risk their lives and risk the lives of all their young ones and all the front? Nah, no, I'm only joking. I'm not going to be a preachy bastard. Did anybody head out? I know I we I went to the Stella Cinema in Dublin. There, um, it was nice to get out. It Was nice to get out. No, I won't lie. Like it's been good to it's been good being in, but you know there's something about going out and buying a service and you know not it not being takeaway for the first time in about four months. Um, but yeah, it's good now. I suppose well, it's good to see the the towns kind of busier and people out and stuff. But one book bear ahead, it actually ruined my day yesterday. And uh, just could talk about this briefly before we get into Lord of the Rings. But went to Loch in Wicklow. First time ever hearing about it, to be honest. Didn't know there was a Loch Glad I know there's a Loch it's It's absolutely beautiful spot. But the winds there were absolutely mad. Like we actually we didn't do the walk we were going to do because we would have blown off the mountain and I'm a hard man to move. But we got there about two o'clock in the day. And we went out and there's like a little spot where you can look down over um, the lake, Tay, And uh, they apparently they call it uh, Guinness Lake because the water is so dark. And then there's a little strand beach and it looks like the head of a Guinness pint. If you've had a Guinness before, if you've been in a bar before, you wouldn't know what I'm talking about. Uh, but as we were at the little viewpoint, not the view, the little, it was a big clearing, but it was very dangerous, the wind. But a big, massive bus full of tourists pull up and I'm not talking about tourists from another part of Ireland like they were speaking Spanish speaking different languages Um, the amount of English red cars there was absolutely scandalous now you know Katie did point out to me they could have been from Northern Ireland which is fair enough but at the same time how are we to know you know I was absolutely outraged but it did ruin my day a bit because I was like, what the fuck have we been doing? <laughs> you know, what the fuck have most of us been doing staying in and being, you know, kind of staying in isolation? And, you know, it's a bit shite, but sure, look, you can't teach everyone everything. They all think they're, everyone thinks they're right in their own mind. But um, it's, it's been good to get out again, you know, and go around and see people out. Um, Wear your masks, everybody. But I'm not going to go too much into that, guys. This week, we're talking about Lord of the Rings. Without further ado, here is Rusty Gray bringing us in. I done seen all of these movies. I done read reviews. But all these other critics leave me less amused. I still need opinions. I'm just messing, dude. But it's got to come from the projection room. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Brilliant stuff. Um, guys... Once again, this is the last time I'll ever, ever apologize to you, because I'm above you. I'm above that. I am sorry for missing last week. Um, got a case of the lazy and a case that I couldn't give a shite, but I'm back. Podcast out on Friday, go listen to it. Podcast was out on the past Friday. Go listen to that. Lot of shite talking by me, bit of crack. Um this one we're back with the projection room back talking about lord of the rings i did a few polls on facebook and twitter and stuff uh, about which was the best lord of the rings movie now i have my own favorite which has been tested since i watched them again recently but my uh, my favorite for for the last you know since i started watching the movies that's the one that was picked but you know there's a lot of good cases in there nobody picked fellowship of the ring by the way (laughs) nobody which i'm not surprised about because it's the least action-packed but watching it back for the first time on a proper tv for the first time myself was just eye-opening you know and we'll get into that um but i judged i judged the movies myself on like the battle scenes mainly because oh excuse me, if anybody heard that sound, my body doesn't know what's going on with it. I'm trying to eat healthier, and it's like, hey, for the last twenty, <laughs> for the last six years, man, you've been eating shit. What are do you doing? No, stop it. Um, but I judged the movies based on the battle scenes because the the kind of dialogue scenes are similar enough in each. You know, um, there are obviously some better ones, but the battle scenes are just so euphoric, and. Just fantastic that you kind of base it on that. And a lot of people I know would go for Return of the King over that. But my favorite Lord of the Rings movie is The Two Towers because of Helm's Deep. And I know, you know, I saw Shane, Kelly, a lot of... And my my brother Sean, you know, we love that one. It's just the battle. Helm's Deep is so, so good. And it's brought, like... I think the best thing about Helm's Deep is that, you know, there's literally no way that Théoden and the men of Rohan and Aragorn, Legolas and Gimli and all them, there's, like, no way that they can conceivably win or even hold out the night. you know. You have 10,000, I think, 10,000 Yorokai outside, All bred for one single purpose, just to absolutely decimate the race of men. And that's fucking, what's his name, Um, Saruman has bred these, you know, monstrosities really just to go and absolutely kill, you know, Thayden and his men. Like, just destroy him, wipe him off the face of the earth. And, you know, that's the... That's the you're looking at and you see them coming up, and you see there's like there's not I don't know how many men are in, you know, fighting for in Helm's Deep for I mean, Then at the last second, um Haldir um comes. He was in in the first movie, you see him in um Lorien Woods in Lothlorien and he comes with a contingent of elves, and you're like, Okay, geez, that they, they might be alright, they have a bit of firepower. And they are holding them off as they you know, while the orchai are on the ground and they're not after kind of they haven't breached any wall yet, but they, you know, the, the wooden, um the big ladders are are or the metal ladders, iron ladders are being set up and they're coming in. And there's just the size difference between the orchai and the elves and the men especially, like they're absolutely just oh, they're decimating. But I think that's the best thing about Helm's Deep and The Two Towers is that you know you we've seen it in so many different movies before you know we've seen it in countless movies where you're like nah there's no chance this guy is going to win and then but in Lord of the Rings it's one of those movies where you've just seen Gandalf fall in Moria in the previous movie and you're like holy shit anybody could die here like you know, and for parts of it, you think that Gimli is dead when he goes underwater. Um, for parts of it, you think Aragorn is dead because he gets, t- he gets, hit, um, he nearly gets, um, fucking ske- skewered on one of those big, um, things they have. The orcs, I have one of those big weapons they have. Um, it's like a big, massive fire poker. <laughs> I don't know what actually weapon it is, but um, Legolas, you know, you don't think he's gonna die because he's just absolutely goes into full on. Blood rage and this, like, just the scene of him skating down the stairs with the um, the orakai shield and kicking the shield from under his own feet and into the neck of an oncoming orakai. It was just watching that as like <laughs> watching that as like an 11 12 year old. That was just you know, the craziest thing that you will ever see, and possibly I, I have ever seen. Do you know, no, like, that's definitely ironclad might do an old podcast and that's something Ironclad is just the biggest gory medieval movie I've ever seen but Lord of the Rings so for years The Two Towers was my favourite movie, it is my favourite movie but was my favourite movie solely for the the Battle of Helm's Deep and just the way that A.M.R. and the boys ride in um, on the third day look to the east and save the day. Uh, I just thought that, you know, that was fantastic. But my mind was kind of, it was almost changed there, like a couple of weeks ago. Um, watched the Lord of the Rings movies for the first time on, like, um, you know, a proper TV. We have a a big enough TV at home now, like, don't, you know, don't worry about me there, guys. I, I just uh, don't worry about that. Um, but no, we have a big enough TV at home, but. There's definitely we there's a bigger TV here now in Nace, and it's Oh, it's just brilliant. I watched the Fellowship there, and normally I'd watch Lord of the Rings in recent years. Probably watch them once a year, but the last few years I probably watch them with my 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 phone out for the most part, you know, and then kind of like put the phone down when the best parts come on, and then go back. But this time whatever way I was watching it, and just the TV, the TV HD, I was like, holy shit, this is a fucking unreal. Like, Fellowship of the Ring now, like, and not, nothing against Fellowship of the Ring, but it is, you know, it's the first movie, so there are, you know, it's it's way less exciting at the start, but watching it through was just unbelievable. And, like, just the the way the story develops in the first kind of part of the movie um did have to laugh at one stage so i'll I'll be talking about little funny moments in the movie later because (laughs) there are some stupid things in the lord of the rings movie not stupid things obviously but like you know little little things that are funny if you've watched it more than once you know everyone listening who's who's watched The Lord of the Rings kind of once a year, or once every couple of years for the last, since they came out, like, you know, since we were young, you know, there are some really funny things you notice. Um, like, there's people develop drinking games over all these, so, like, you know, that's just the way it is. It is hilarious. Um, but the way the story develops, is, you know, is just fantastic. The way they bring Sam, Frodo... Um, Merry and Pippin to Rivendell, and then have the, have the what you call it the, have the Council of Elrond, and have it all go on, and they're you know they end up. It's really fast progression when you watch it. Like it, it doesn't feel like two hours and fifty minutes or two hours and forty minutes in the in the director's cut. No, I know the extended edition. You know, I have no, I have not watched the extended edition in years. And it's just, it's too much for me. Like, it's, I'm a fan of the director's cut. The extended edition, you know, I just think I'd have to sit down with a group of lads and watch that. I couldn't watch that myself. Like, we'd have to sit down and watch it and have the crack watching it, you know. um. But, yeah, The Fellowship of the Ring was very good. Um, I love the two towers so much still. I do skip the dialogue in The Two Towers very often cuz I watched that. we've watched that the most like we usually throw that on at home because of Helm's Deep but the dialogue between Elrond and Arwen usually skip that so oh it's just I don't know it's like it's really jarring sometimes when you're you're watching Helm's Deep and then now, you know, obviously it does cut to, like, tree beard and the boys, and they're very boring. You know, not very boring, but it's very slow talk, and you're like, oh, Jesus Christ. But I do think that the dialogue between Elrond and Arwen, while it's important to the story, most people listening or watching are just like, just get back to fucking Helm's Deep. Just get back to Helm's Deep, and let's get back to a bit of killing, okay? Because that's what we're here for. And then, you know, I I do love Return of the King. Return of the King, and a lot of people would probably argue that the battles in the Return of the King are better than Helm's Deep. I know that the Battle of Gondor, Battle of Minas Tirith, is like the longest siege, you know, battle in film history um, still to this day. And, like, the Battle of Minas Tirith is fantastic, but I think it's the fact that you know that they and, uh, and them are coming, you don't have the same sense of panic as watching the Battle of Helm's Deep, because you know Amr is coming back or whatever, but you almost forget that, because the sheer number of Uruk, and there's a way, there's loads and loads of, there's probably more arcs in the Battle of Pelinar Fields and the Battle of Minas Tirith than there is in Helms Deep. So maybe I'm wrong, but I just prefer Helms Deep, um, and the the Battle of Mordor is is grand, but it's you know that's when you're really focused on Frodo and Sam, um, but I think my my favorite is still say the same. I've there was been a there was a good few votes for, um, the Return of the King, and I respect those votes because, as I said, like the Battle of Pelennor Fields, un fucking believable. Um, uh, Battle of Minas Tirith, Unreal. Um, Osciliath is kind of good too, because you just see like that Gondor are so unprepared. Um, Battle of Mordor, as I said, is is good, but there, is, you know, you don't see a lot of that though, really. You, you know, that's kind of like a spectacle, and you just get to see how outnumbered the boys are, and then it cuts to Frodo and Sam, like, and they're about to destroy the ring. But um, yes, I I am gonna still stick with the two towers. Just uh, also, I love Treebeard. I think Treebeard is fucking hilarious. Like, excuse me, sorry, I'm belching away. No, excuse me, I'm just up. I'm barely had my coffee. I haven't had anything to eat. So stop fucking laughing. All right, don't be fucking laughing at me. Don't you come in? Don't come into my podcast and be laughing at me. Right. Absolutely despicable Good old caffeine, cup of joe, hey, cup of joe um, But yes, apologies now for that lengthy break where I just took a drink of coffee um, If anyone's listening and they're wondering why I haven't been been picked up by a major radio station yet I don't know <laughs> So, before we get into the whole um, funny moments from The Lord of the Rings, there aren't even funny moments, but little things that we'd all find funny, especially the people who have watched it recently and, you know, a lot over the last decade or so. Um, Two decades, no, decade and a half, what are we, 26? 26 each day is closer to death. (laughs) Apologies. Um, First, I just want to say how much... I love Viggo Mortensen. In these movies, and in general, um, he's just an absolute. He's just an all-around good guy. I think, like you know, he's his commitment to the part first of all, and then his just performances in other movies I've watched. Now I know Green Book is problematic. Didn't know that at the time thought he was very good in the role though you know if separate the 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 problem from the from the actor I think that he was absolutely fantastic in Green Book Um, but I know that that's a problematic movie now you know kind of because he's a white saviour in the movie and that's not good that's not right and it's not right but he was also in Captain Fantastic. I reviewed that my blog. the are and Rambler at WordPress um, at that blog.com. That is a fantastic movie. And that's just when you see how he's um, he's a proper method actor. Like, you know, he gets into it and he's like pure ripped in the movie from living in the wild all these years. But especially in Lord of the Rings, like, you know, there's there are some points that just have to be made about how, like, in his fight with alerts... At the end of the Fellowship of the Ring, he's trying to, he's trying to stop Lurtz basically. Like Lurtz has sunk two, three arrows, three arrows, yeah, one, two in the chest, and one in the stomach into Baramir. Baramir is gone, and Lurtz comes up, and he's like, and Lurtz is after firing these from like I don't know, thirty, forty yards back, from a height as well, and he comes up, and he's about to sink another arrow into Baramir from like point blank range. You're, you're going to fucking tear that man's head off. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. I know, like, I know you're sadistic, but that was just... I thought that was a bit out, out of taste, bad taste, to be honest. Um, But in his fight with Lertz, um, when he stabs Lertz in the leg with his little, uh, his, his small knife, and Lertz takes it out and throws it back, and he parries it away. Apparently that was a real knife, guys. And that was a real parry. Viggo Mortensen, or Mortensen, is Aragorn. He actually parried the fucking knife with it. And then, in The Two Towers, when... Excuse me, Jesus Christ. um, Fucking burping. Burping like a newborn. Um, And then, in The Two Towers, when... Uh, Aragorn, Legolas and Gimli Are told by amor that um They found You know They they killed a company of orcs Or orcai or whatever And they said they killed everyone They burned everyone You know Sorry about that We saw them We thought they were small orcs No they didn't see them But like You know They go up and they check the And they see like Everything's burned And Aragorn lets out a scream of pure Emotion and anger and just frustration that they've been chasing after. These two kind of, not you know, innocent small hobbits caught up in something that is much greater than them. And they were bu- brutally murdered by men who they probably trust. But they were in the company of Orcs and they got killed because of it. And he kicks a helmet just before the scream. And gets down on the knees and he's like, you know... Shouting up at the sky and you know Raaah! that was just, you know, just so you know what I was talking about. <laughs> um but apparently he like dislocated his big toe or broke his big toe when he kicked that helmet. Was the scream because he broke his toe? Or was he still acting? Probably a bit of both. Probably he started screaming and was like, fuck, you know, in his mind, was like, fuck this is good this is some good shit. P. Jackson's gonna love this shit. So like that's just, he's just probably the best character in The Lord of the Rings. What do you guys think? Do you think that? Feel free to reply to me on Instagram. Go follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, anything. Let me know who you think the best character in Lord of the Rings is. Because I think Aragorn is miles ahead of everyone. I think there's a lot of fringe characters that are very, very good. Yeah, I do have a soft spot for Faramir for some reason. I don't know why. I th- I do think he's I think he's neat. A um, A is brilliant. A M R is fantastic. King Thedin is fantastic as well. Really, Worm Tongue is is a great fringe character, a great villain villainous character. Like, I just love that. So, why do you lay these troubles on an already troubled mind? <laughs> Fuck. Such a creep, but it's so, so good And the actor, Brad Dourif, who played him Is actually in One Floor of the Cuckoo's Nest And he is brilliant in that as well So go check both those movies out But, I think it's, Aragorn has to be I mean, Gandalf has the old redemption arc You know, coming back from the dead Like, um, no, technically not the dead But, you know, he comes back in another form Um yeah, Frodo obviously has to be up there, just, you know, I think we need to t- shake off these shackles now, of like, and I am very guilty of this, I'm not saying this to anyone, I'm saying this to myself, really, that like, we have to shake off these shackles of like, hating the lead, not hating the lead, but, but like, you know, when the lead, when well not the lead, but when the protagonist is you know suffering greatly and kind of complaining as well and then it's like Harry Potter too and we're like oh they're such bitches and I do it all the time I send them into the group chat and I annoy my friend Dave about it, saying like you know (laughs) like look at this bitch as in Frodo but like that's not really fair is it (laughs) Frodo's carrying the one ring the one ring that is trying to get back to the place where he's bringing it like, but, like, a few clicks south, and it's weighing him down, and it's turning his mind against everyone, it's turning his mind against himself, and he also has Gollum there, kind of prodding him, and, you know, like, you know, feeding him lies about Sam and stuff, like, you can't complain, so Frodo has to be up there in the greatest characters of Lord of the Rings, the Lord of the Rings trilogy, not talking about The Hobbit or anything else, we might talk about The Hobbit in another podcast or something, um, but, yeah, Frodo has to be up there, but I think Aragorn is there just because he's all-around just pure human being, you know? So that's my stance guys, you know, I think let me know if you've if anybody has any thoughts on who is the best character in the Lord of the Rings or who your favorite character is or anything about Lord of the Rings. If you think I've missed anything so far, let me know. Um So, let's go into the funniest moments. Uh, You know, I don't like saying that, but like, you know, little kind of funny little tidbits that we find funny um, from watching it so much. This is Fellowship Funnies. Fellowship Funnies, guys. Um, I do love the very start when Gandalf catches Sam listening in on him and Frodo, and he's like, you eavesdropping Sam Samwise Gamgee. He's like, I ain't dropping no eaves, sir. It's like shut up, you cheeky bastard. You knew exactly what he meant. You knew exactly what he meant. <laughs> like Sam is Sam is a bit cheekier than we than we give him credit for, you know. Um I always I always do love in um the fellowship and all the movies, but mainly the fellowship because they are the fellowship. Is Frodo always lags behind? Like, I know, and I'm like, thinking about it now, like, he has the ring, so the ring is obviously weighing him down. But this is even before it's just him and Sam and, and Gollum. Like, he's always lagging behind. Like, the best bit is when they're getting the, the Buckleberry ferry um across to Bree, and the Black Rider is following them behind, and they seem to be getting away, and, like, I think it goes in the order of, like, Pippin, Merry, Sam all jump onto this ferry and they look behind and Frodo is way behind like he's he's almost like keeping pace with the Black Rider like on purpose or something you know and then he legs it up to the ferry and he's going to take an absolute massive jump but because it's obviously like a child actor or someone doing the stunt or whatever, they just kind of jump forward, and the ferry isn't even that far gone. It's hilarious. It's not hilarious. I don't want anybody to think like this guy has gone crack, like he's laughing at someone jumping onto a ferry. It's just funny when you see it because you're like, just keep up with the lads like. You know how are you that slow? Like you know, um. I did think Galadriel in Um Lothlorien, Galadriel turning. Turning blue scared me shitless as a child. I'll be perfectly honest. Scared me absolutely shitless as a child. Um, just was not expecting it. And looking at it, I know it's so, like, telegraphed. Like, you know, the, you can see what's happening. But it's just the change in voice. And then it goes back to, like, just Kate Blanchett being absolutely angelic. And you're like, holy shit, what the fuck is going on here? But that was, you know... I just thought that was so funny Like that was scary Like as a child but Looking back on it there A couple of weeks ago I was like What was I fucking scared about But That's a theme Throughout like The whole The Frodo lagging behind Now is a theme Not a theme But like it's something That is just funny As you watch it along Like even in The Two Towers we'll Get to that bit in a minute now But um, the Two Towers When they're in the marshes And Smeagol's like Don't follow the lights Whatever you do do not follow the lights. Follow me. If you see a light, don't follow it, like the little flames. And what does Frodo do? Frodo goes off, follows the fucking lights, in order to get taken by ghost boys down under the marshes. Like, he's he's alive, and that's why I get so annoyed at him. But you know, give him give him slack. He's carrying the ring. So now we move on to um the two Towers titters. We had the Fellowship funnies. Two towers titters, guys. Two towers titters. Two towers titters. Um. One of my favorite moves from favorite moments from the three from the trilogy is Legolas and Aragorn in Helm's Deep, and they're arguing in Elvish. Nobody can understand them around. Like maybe there's an old guy there who knows a bit of Elvish from years ago because he's an old man in Middle Earth, you know. But nobody can understand them. And out of nowhere, they're, like, arguing, and the glass is like, and then Aragorn comes in and goes, then I shall die as one of them. Silence everywhere. Lad's staring at him going, like, what the? Are they fucking saying that we're all going to die? (laughs) Hang on a fucking second. Are they? Do they think we're all going to die? <laughs> There's no hope. <laughs> it's like Aragorn needs a bit of tact. Like, Joe, so the fact that Legolas had the fucking. Legolas, who's a bit away with the away with the fairies, like half the time, has the kind of common sense to talk in Elvish around all these lads. And then Aragorn comes in and is like, I shall die as water. It's like in uh, The Goblet of Fire, and he's like, Hara, did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? That I shall die is one of them. <laughs> Um I just love that so much. It's so stupid really, but it's hilarious. Um what else do they have down here? Oh yeah, um Helm's Deep. Not really funny, but absolutely madness like um is when in the Helm's Deep when Aragorn is directing Legolas to take down the Orc with the torch who's going to you know blow up breach the wall. You know, breach the keep, and part of me wonders like how didn't they see like groups of guys bringing bombs under there in the first place? but hey, that's not my place, but it's the um excuse me again, but a caffeine intake needed um it's the bit when. And then Leg- Aragorn is directing Legolas, he's like, Nagahorn, Legolas, <laughs> how do I know him? Lagahorn, Nagahorn, and Legolas takes one arrow, shoots your man in the fucking, you know, the little soft bit of between your neck and your the rest of your body, like the sinewy part, gets him in the other side as well with another arrow, and your man carries on as if he's running the fucking Spartan race, like, he jogs on and jumps in and blows up the whole place. Fucking madness. And then as the scene, sh- you know, cuts out and it's um, the kind of landscape shot of the, the explosion, you see that guy's body just flailing in the air. It's mad. But it's just, you know, the brutality of Helm's Deep is probably why it is my favorite movie. Just fucking crazy. like um, I absolutely love treebeard. treebeard. Two Towers Treebeard Titters. She sells she sells you sure? She sells um treebearders. Treebeard is fantastic. I think everybody can agree that, like, you know, even if his parts are a bit slow, obviously, but it's just like Mary is getting so annoyed. He's like, "Whose side do you want anyway?" He's like, "Side? I am on no side, cause nobody is on my side." <laughs> All right, Treebeard. All right, we get it. We get it, nobody's on your side, man, for fuck's sake, fucking talking shit. He's fucking brilliant, like, um, I just love him. Um, And I love that it's Jonathan Rhys-Davies as well, if I have the name correct, Um, who plays Gimli, does the voice for him as well, like, I absolutely love that. Um, I I am a big fan, I'm a big fan of the way Gollum, 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 (laughs) Um, the way Gollum uh, is an absolute dick to Sam because Sam is a dick to Gollum as well because they're both on the same side in this movie which makes it funny in the third one Gollum is just pure evil and Sam gets shafted but in the two towers they're both kind of on the same side and it's just funny like um, when Sam is making the, the stew and he cooks the rabbits in the stew and you're like and then, um, was it, Gollum comes up, it was like, calls him a stupid fat hobbit, like, that was very funny as a child, you know, that was very, very funny, as, not as a child, sure, I was a fucking teenager at that stage, I suppose, but I definitely saw, I saw The Return of the King when I was nine years old in the cinema with my mom and my brother, brothers, and, you know, it was fucking brilliant, but, um, the two towers probably has the least funny moments you i've seen it the most but although that bit with legolas and giving you the box is hilarious as well like when he's up on the on the the battlements it's like what's going on what's happening it's like legolas cold-blooded would you shall i um shall i describe it to you well i get you a box and they're both laughing they're like these guys are two fucked up guys they just want to kill and that's it so finally we get to Return of the Raucous Laughter. <laughs> I really struggled to find a, find a, a thing for that. Um, return of the King is the one that I have the most notes for because I watched it the most recently and obviously I started taking notes on just the funny shit that's going on because it just happened at the end. Um, like at the the very last... This is in no way like um, linear now in the Return of the King but in the very last scene it's... Madness, like, um, Aragorn goes full on shift with shift mode with Arwen at the end, so he's like unveiled as king. And then it's like a, it's almost like a surprise, like, Aragorn didn't know it's like, oh, surprise, you're also getting married today, you son of a bitch. <laughs> mm-hmm. Happy being a king day, and also here's your bride, you son of a bitch, stride a son of a bitch. Um, and then Aragorn sees her, they kind of stop for a second. And he just l- fucking lobs the gob on her like, and open mouth, open mouth. I should have put there, like, as in he just, she's kind, of, you know, she goes in for the little kiss, the nice kiss, and then Aragorn goes like, Halala. you know what i mean, you know what I mean. Um, I have down here. Look, I know, and I know I just just defended Frodo. I know Frodo's carrying the ring, and that messed him up. But Sam would have every right to never speak to Frodo again after what he put him through. Or maybe, like, go a year without speaking to him. You know, maybe a year would be fine. And then Sam could come back and go, look, I needed a year away from you. You absolutely did not trust me and sold me down the river and sent me sent me back to the Shire. How am I meant to get back to the Shire on my own? You selfish fucking... I need another few months. I'm sorry. I need... I can't. I know I just said it's fine. I can't. I'm sorry. Like, especially the two... Or er, the Return of the King... When he believes Gollum... I know the ring is poisoning his mind... But Sam... Sam would have every right... To go like a year... Without talking to Frodo... In my personal opinion... Maybe that's just because... You know... That's something I do... I'd be like... Nah fuck you man... Look... We went through this whole... Experience together... It's fantastic... But... You nearly had me killed... So... Leave it off... Um... Finally... Not finally... But... Oh yeah finally... Um... I love that scene at the end where Eowyn and Faramir are standing next to each other and I just love I had this little thing in my mind playing out like Eowyn to Faramir like hey you kind of look like you kind of look like Aragorn you, you want to dye your hair black and be really stoic and Faramir to Eowyn I would do anything for other people's affection want to light me on fire <laughs> like they, I just love that they end up together because Faramir has been playing second fiddle to his brother for so long and now, you know, really, Eowyn is still in love with Aragorn, like, you know, no matter what she says. Um, which I felt bad of her about in The Two Towers with her. Like, I did feel really bad about that. But, um, so that was the Lord of the Rings podcast, guys. Um, just want to finish off by saying that, that they are still my favorite movies, one to three. Absolutely love them. Um... Keep an eye out or keep an ear out on Wednesday. I'm gonna have a little small podcast uh, talking about something that I'm gonna be starting next week, um, poetry related. So they're going to be very small podcasts, but you know, keep an ear out for that. Uh, check out the blog. Check out um the blog at WordPress. The Rat Peak and Rambler. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, and um Instagram and YouTube under the under the same handle um at Rat Peak and Rambler. And I'm writing stuff most days I'm doing podcasts once, twice a week You know, getting back into it um, And thanks so much for listening Thanks to everyone for listening on Friday um, Check it out if you haven't Second Breakfast, Phase 3 And thanks for... Just thanks And I hope you're all doing okay We have Rusty Gray playing us out as always Go check him out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube Check him out and have a fantastic day. Wear your masks. Stay safe. Love you all. Uh, this is nothing that you've seen before. Yeah, this is not something for the green sea This is something that we need dope Reviews of the movies, favorite TV shows, or take you lit talks by life. That's just in second breakfast. Two themes in one podcast. Hunter's man is restless. He got just what you seek in Scrambler. He is the wrath peeking rambler.